What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. We're hanging out here on this uh, Monday, just kicking off the last week of February. Oh, it's already going to be over. Yeah, it's already March. It's already summer. It's already the end of the year. It's 2021. Welcome in. And <laughs> Future space year. Yeah. All right, this is Corey DLG. With me as usual is little brother Nico. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing way better, so just deal with it. I guess that's fair. Yeah. It's a competition, and I won. Oh. Okay? <laughs> is that what's happening? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who's doing better? Me. Sure. Me. Okay. That's probably not true. It's probably not true <laughs> in any real measurable shape or form. Like, you're taller, <laughs> you're younger, you're probably healthier, like... Just overall, probably losing that foot race in every way. <laughs> we're going to have to cripple you or something. You are older than me. That's true. If we're racing to our death, I'm ahead. <laughs> that's a fair point. Um, that's the way to stay positive. That's the way to look at it. Exactly. <laughs> Always winning. <laughs> uh, I'd ask how you're doing, uh, but more importantly, I've been watching the news, so I know that we're all doomed, so it's okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's usually the news narrative. Uh, the coronavirus is just everywhere. Yep. Everywhere, apparently. It's in France now. Oh, Lord. Um, That's how pandemics start. Uh, well, somebody, I read I read an article, I think it was Newsweek, that said it's dangerously close to becoming a pandemic. Um, I mean, that makes sense. Because of the incredibly long incubation period where I guess you can be a carrier but not know you're sick. Yeah, it, it's like way longer than like... It's, it's 14 like, days. Yeah, it's two weeks. It's a huge deal. Uh, and so there was actually a cruise ship... That was parked off of the coast of Japan, mm -hmm. and the cruise ship was full of people of different places, obviously, yeah, including Americans, and there were confirmed coronavirus cases on the ship. Awesome. So, they confined everyone to quarters for 14 days. And originally the plan was the United States was going to let its U.S. citizens ride out the 14 days on the ship, and anyone who tested positive was going to go through one process, and everyone else was just going to come home. Mm -hmm. That was what the CDC wanted to do. Apparently, the administration stepped in and brought them all home early and put them all back into quarantine and made them start over on the 14 days. Nice, nice. So further delaying the healthy people's return to <laughs> civilization. Well, shouldn't have got sick. <laughs> Should, shouldn't have gone on that cruise where that other person got sick. Right. How much, like, can you imagine if you get the phone call and they're like, yeah, you can't come to work for the next three weeks? Oh, darn. I mean, yes and no. It's right. A, it's a bit like that Love is Blind guy who doesn't know if he has a job or not. Yeah, no, that's fair. Just walking the thing. I don't know if I have a job when I get home. It's right. like, well. Well, we'll see what happens here. Just <laughs> write it out. Um... I mean, that's a, that's a power move, a little bit. Well, it is because, uh, for those who don't know, I've been watching Love is Blind, and uh, one great, of the couples... Great Netflix. It's, it's, it's been... It's, it's been it's, I'm not a reality TV person at all, but it's been really funny and like interesting to watch just because of... It's reality TV. It is reality TV. But, but more importantly, it's like romance reality it, TV. It is. It's like the worst form, and for some reason, I'm all the way in this time. And, uh, like, one thing I kind of like about it is just the instant. I always love when someone does, like, a weird thing, like a weird gimmick. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I think the 90 Day Fiance show is great just because I love the idea of, 
of <laughs> like making these people like you have to get married in 90 days or they have to go home and go to the back of the immigration line. Right. It's like a game show. Like, how is that our legal rules for that? How is that even <laughs> how is that the legal immigration policy on that? Get married and you have to stay married for a certain amount of time. Well, either. they um, you go through like during your process to get approval. You have to they have they vet you. So like they decide if you're really a couple. Or if you're doing this just to get a visa. Yeah. So like one one of the couples on the 90 Day Fiance, famously, the dude didn't get a visa. He didn't get approved for a visa like the first couple times. And I think it was because like Homeland Security didn't believe that he really wanted to marry her. One of them, he was uh, flagged for domestic terrorism. That was a good time. Oh, it might be the same dude. Is it the same guy He's trying to go to Brazil? Oh no no oh so he was trying to leave yeah oh no 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 this was this was one where he was trying to get in oh yeah no he was trying to he was trying to leave to go to Brazil and they flagged him for domestic terrorism yeah that needs some explaining right uh well that's like being on a no fly list oh I think it's hilarious in Modern Family that Manny is always on a no fly list and oh. they have to be like <laughs> he's nine what are we talking about here. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. Um, because it happens, right? Yeah. Clearly, it's a different Manny. Like, it's definitely not this one. <laughs> He's um, ten. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, ten, and I don't trust him. Yeah, get him off he this looks plane. Dangerous. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like, I always love when there's a weird gimmick. They used to do a show where the two people didn't. They were paired by a matchmakers, uh-huh. and so they they got married at the altar. That's horrifying. Um, and so I liked that one too. I thought that was kind of. Because essentially it's using the data and the science. Right. Does science know true love? And based on what I remember for like the results being, no. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Like most most of the, I think more than half the couples didn't make it on that one. Well, I mean, considering it's you've never met them before. So like, yeah, they could have stuff you like. But if they're like, you know, like insufferable to talk to, it's, it's not going to work out. <laughs> like... Saying science can't measure insufferability. Yeah, no, definitely not. I feel like it does. I feel like there's an extent, but like there's like an extent. Well, but like, so these people inter- they're interviewed, they go through like therapy and stuff. Like they know who they're pairing. But I don't think it's it's not like an exact science. No, and that's the thing. So it's not necessarily like this guy's so awful that no one wants to be with him. It's more like. No, there's probably someone out there who would really tolerate him. <laughs> right. It's more like. Uh, he cracks his knuckles too much, right? Yeah. And the other one's like, "I can't, I can't live with a knuckle cracker because I'll have to kill them." Um, and they're like, "Whoa, bit extreme." And they're like, "I am extreme. You would have known that if yeah. you checked my my yeah. records. If you interviewed me a little bit better, you'd know I'm a terrorist." Too extreme? Oh, sorry. Um, but extremist, not extremist. <laughs> yeah. So the love is blind, dude. So the way the thing was set up, the reason that like this comes into play is they take your cell phone away, mm. so they have no communication with the outside world. So the the thing that happens is if if you paired with somebody, you continued on the adventure. And if you didn't pair with somebody, you just went home. So I guess he had enough time where, like, if I don't meet anybody, I come home and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But because he met a girl and then got engaged and they then went on the second part of the, the experiment, which was the trip to Mexico, that was where he, like, his sick time was beyond – Right, because he thought he was just going to go and try it, not go and actually yeah, do mean, something. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds you actually want to get married with somebody? Right. But that's when he's like, I don't know if I have a job when I come home, because he still doesn't have his phone at that point. <laughs> right, so they have no idea, they have no contact with him. It's much funnier if, like, 
He's like, all right, once I get out, if I'm on the show, you have to watch me. Like, his co-workers have to watch, like, well, the I, series I'm way assuming, after. Yeah, it's way after. But yeah, of course they're going to watch. Of it's going to be so interesting. It's a weird, that's a weird thing to do, to watch someone on reality TV that you've seen before, or that you've met that before. That you know? Yeah. Um, so, I've known a couple of the uh, the American Idol contestants. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've known uh, one girl who was on America's Next Top Model. Nice. Um, she went to uh, my high school. She was actually the same grade as my sister, and I think she was even on the drill team with her at one point. And then they, like, they didn't get along. Um, but like, I knew her. Um, it's a little weird. It's a little weird, but it's also like, it's almost like you take it a little more personal. Like I've never, I never really watched American Idol before. Right, but you you cared when it was some yeah, people you knew. Right. Uh so local singer uh a girl by the name of Jesse Roach uh here plays all over Spring Woodlands Conroe area. If you get a chance, you should definitely check her out. She had a pretty good run. I think it was 2 years in a row that she did it. And one year she got to the room cut where they they have like 90 people, they put them in three rooms and then they tell like two of the rooms they're going home and mm-hmm. one room is like the final room. She got cut there, and then I think another time she made it to, like, the top 15 or top 13 or something like that. Oh, wow, yeah. That's and a real good run. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but you also, like, at that point, you're. it's really interesting because you're, uh, you, you know, they're getting feedback and stuff, and you're like. Right, yeah. Like, what do you, it's like they don't even know her. It's like they don't even know me, dude. Yeah, no, it was, it was, that was a weird one, uh, especially, because I hadn't seen her in a long time, but we were all friends a long, long time ago. Uh, there was a group of us that all, get, like, she lived in a house with two, with another musician. Oh, okay. And so these two girls both played music all throughout spring in the Woodlands and Conroe. And they both are doing big things and having great success now. It, but it's weird to think back at that time at that house, how, like, we used to hang out at that house, and it'd be like four in the morning, and they're both playing guitar in the in the garage, and like taking turns <laughs> doing songs and stuff. And we're just all sitting there, just drunk, like laughing and having fun. There's like eight of us in there, um, right? Just one of those weird, like, kind of cool moments. Yeah. So like, if they ever like win a Grammy or something, I can be like, eh, I knew them. Um, I was there. We almost had a girl on the show who. They say if she would ever actually go on, she would win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's turned it down like three times for American Idol. Weird. Um, it's pretty it's pretty restrictive contract. Oh, I guess that's fair. But we, we played her music. We debuted one of her songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but behind the scenes, they've, they've said that, she had a- that she'd been asked multiple times and she'd even been offered private auditions and stuff like that. They do certain things to get in special people. And... Uh, she honestly, declined. Yeah. She was like, ah, I think I don't I'll, really I think need I'll, it. I think I'll do better on my own. Which, listen, you know, I guess if your parents are your managers and all that different, you know, there's really some opportunities. As long as people know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. It turned out okay for Taylor Swift. Mm. 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 Um, I feel like I feel like there's been so many seasons of like American Idol where like, like, yeah, the singer will like the one who wins is like go on and have a career. There's so many times I feel like they, they have like nothing happens after that and you're like all right cool oh sure there's a whole well that might not be fair to say so like 
Clay Aiken is still a celebrity. Right. Ruben Studdard is still a celebrity. Um, was it Kelly Clarkson was one of them? Kelly so Clarkson like, has her that's, own that's the, talk like, show. She's like, she's the franchise though. Yeah. She won the very first one. She's, a th- I don't know musically if she's like won Grammys and stuff, but she's had tons of hit singles, tons of great songs, yeah. mini albums. Um, I think, and this is going to make me sound bad, but I think personally she's her own worst enemy. She's always had like weight issues. And now she's kind of just like, she now just says that she's comfortable at her current weight and she would rather just stay that instead of doing like the pop thing, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like that's it's her career. Like Go for whatever, it, Yeah, dude. do whatever you want. But that I think that's always been the reason that she doesn't stay where she is. I, I don't know the right way to say what I'm saying. Like when she plays the game, she's been successful, mm-hmm. you know, and the game is, you yeah, know. A certain aesthetic. A certain aesthetic, the dancing, the whole bit, right, the whole even Taylor Swift, who's a musician, does like dance routines and stuff in her shows and in her concerts and whole bits. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. God, Kelly Clarkson just doesn't do that stuff anymore. Uh, just, I, I mean, if you don't want to, if you're already making a bunch of money anyways, it's like, meh, I don't really need it. Yeah, there was a. So on her talk show, she had someone on, and it was a little bit of a kind of a sneak into their lives. They had bumped into each other like grocery shopping, uh-huh. and they were like, "Hey, we need to get together and do like a play date because their kids are the same age." Mm. And Kelly was like, yeah, it'd be great. And, and they exchanged numbers. And the girl texts her later to schedule the play date. And Kelly Carson was like, honestly, I just looked at my calendar. Like, I have four open days in the next six months. <laughs> so, like, just an idea of, like, how busy she really is. Like, I mean, she probably isn't that concerned. You know? Right, yeah. I got so many other things to do. I don't got time to worry about this. And listen, it, it's worked out to a degree for her. Yeah. You know, she's as popular as she wants to be. She's as successful as she wants to be. So, you know, more power to her. Um, but she definitely isn't playing, like, the quote-unquote game. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, there are a lot of them who, I mean, but they've generated a lot of success and a lot of successful people. Chris Daughtry. Um, yeah, because there's a few of them that I definitely remember just, like, they got, like, a like a car commercial, and, like, that was the last <laughs> you heard from them. Um, Adam Lambert. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm naming like eight people, and there's been like 30 seasons, so I I get what you're saying. I agree that yeah. I and I don't know who I don't know who all the winners are. I couldn't tell you probably past the third one who the winners were. Right. Um. Yeah, there's probably been a good number. I think. Is it? Is it Bo Bice, one uh, of the winners? I don't know. And he does like Sinatra style songs. Like to me, that that was a weird like. Like, why him kind of deal? Well, Howard Stern used to say this. Howard Stern used to say, because people would call and say they hated American Idol. And he didn't like it because he thought it was, like, kind of too on point. Like, essentially the company is, like, if you are if you win the popularity contest, the company will put all the things behind you to make you a pop star. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, they're basically revealing that, like, we it's already, all, it's, yeah. all, it's already all decided. Cookie cutter, pre-formula type stuff. Like, yeah. whoever... We can make whoever you guys pick famous. Right. It's kind of, and Howard Stern was like, that's really disgusting. Um, and so... But it's funny how that really d- that only works out like a third of the time. Well, but all of, all of them, I mean, some level of success. They do usually hit, make a song that hits the charts and all those kind of things. Um, I mean, but not, not consistent lasting effects, I should say. Yeah, but that's... I mean, most musicians only get... That's true. You know, a lot of musicians cycle. There's very few 
multi-album success stories. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that like start in the music industry and then go to like production or like songwriting and stuff. Yes, or they wind up in other parts of it. Uh, ah, I'm glad you said that. I'll come right to that. So Howard Stern told his listeners to find the worst singer and to keep calling in and keeping that guy in the show. Mm. And there were like two seasons where American Idol and Howard Stern were like at war because of that. <laughs> They just kept picking the really bad guy. Yeah, and so like you like American Idol had changed the rules on like deciding who they kept and didn't keep. Like it was no longer just phone in votes after a certain point. Right. Like after like top seven, it's like now phone in vote is a percentage of the choice. But it was because he was like, yeah, he had enough listeners that he was breaking their their system. That's hilarious. Like he would tell him he was like, hey, today's an elimination show, so everybody needs to call in and. Like he didn't even know who he was telling him to vote for, and he was like, "We're, we're calling pick whichever in on one you don't." No, like. he would tell him. He'd be like, "We're calling in on Jace, and so here's the number." But he was picking the worst singer oh, on that's purpose. Funny. Yeah, and so, but like, uh, like Ludo, the band Ludo. You mentioned how like most of them transitioned into other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what they did. Uh, Tim Convey is now he does radio in I believe in L.A. Um, and does he does radio now? Out there, he's like a radio host. And then, um, now, my buddy Matt, the guy who grew up with us and went to spring and all that, he actually is an organic farmer, so it's not quite the same thing. Well, I mean, he's no longer in the industry. He's in a different one. (laughs) He's totally moved on. But, yeah, a lot of them do stay in the industry, and they do stay working with it. Um, Or they they find other avenues. Tim, but Convy was, like, always putting together, like, Rolodexes and contacts and... He always knew, like, he, he was he was keeping track of, like, everybody they were meeting as they were going. Ah. And, like, he was always kind of prepared. And Mike ready. Posner, that's the guy I was thinking of. So, like, that's the guy who did, like, he had songs, like, in, like, the early, like, earlier the 2000s. Yeah. And then he disappeared for, like, seven years. Um, and then he had, like, took a pill in Ibiza. But he had stayed relevant because he was a songwriter. Yeah. Because he wrote a bunch of, like, Justin Bieber songs and a bunch so of other songs. So, actually, it's a really interesting story for him. I know the story because I was kind of like, what happened to this guy? Because I remembered him. He was, like, the number one DJ in the world. Yeah. And he was he made, like, $100-plus million in one year. Uh, and then he came home and his dad died unexpectedly. Tragic. And Or was sick and then died. And, essentially, he had, like, this revelation, you know, like, oh... What was important? Like, don't I wish I was at home instead of doing all this other stuff? Like, what would I have traded? That kind of. Mm-hmm. And so for a couple of years, he w- didn't want anything to do with any of it. And then it's only, I guess, here in the last four or five years, Pillin' Ibiza and all that stuff. It's yeah. Kinda, Which is just a sad song anyways. Yeah. And so, like, he does all these things now where he just does these little acoustic shows. And apparently he has no interest in doing, like, the big stadium tours and stuff like that. Like he kind of wants to be in control of his own things schedule, right. which is like the biggest listen. So like, as we've been trying to grow nerd, the radio, the thing I keep looking at is like, it's going to take more people and more stuff. And you start, okay, well if you get a guy who does this and you get a guy who does this, like suddenly the train starts to run and then you go from driving it to all of a sudden riding it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I got to be somewhere here, and I got to be somewhere there, and I got this going on, and I got that going on. And so, like, yeah, I'm sure it gets away from these guys. Or, like, so you much get the manager, on. you get the agent, you get the this, you get all of a sudden you got five people, like, 
all doing their thing to make you money. Right. And, and so then, like, hey, I've got something But for they're you. still dependent on you. Like, you can't just drop everything and leave because they got, like, sick people's jobs on your back. Exactly. So, like, then this guy's like, hey, we got a Coke commercial we got to shoot today. And then someone else is like, and then after that, you have to go to, the, like, the vice president of RA Records. His daughter's birthday is on Tuesday. Like, you know, like, right. thing after thing. After suddenly, like, it's all spiraling. Oh, and you got nine interviews you got to do this week. And, like, yeah, I'm sure at some point they just kind of go... Well, I guess I'm in. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's sort of the thing about the American Idol thing that Howard Stern was talking about. Is like they just put these really great people around you who know the industry and make it happen. And then that was a movie too, Mark with Mark Wahlberg. Good old Marky Mark. Where the lead singer of the band like just vanishes one day or quits, and so they get they replace him with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> they replace him with Mark Wahlberg. I like to think he's not playing a character. They just actually get Mark Wahlberg. Like, hey, you 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 are you Wahlberg. You want to do? You want to front our fake band? You're Marky Mark, right? We need you to front our band. <laughs> uh, Eminem really hated Marky Mark when. Well, yeah, because his whole aesthetic was just being a really fit, aggressive fake rapper. Fake rapper, yeah. And so Eminem, actually, Eminem. When Eminem debuted on TRL, uh, Mark Wahlberg was there doing, like, promoting some dumb movie or something. Right. And Eminem, like, he walks out there and just looks angry. There's this great clip you can find somewhere where Eminem makes, like, three Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch references. Nice. In, like, two minutes. And he's really trying to push the buttons. Like, (laughs) he wants to get a rise out of Mark Wahlberg because he's really upset that they're out there together. Um so like he's like, aren't we a aren't we a funky bunch? Like <laughs> it's like real obvious what he's doing. And Mark Wahlberg's just kind of like, cool. okay, cool, okay, cool. Have you seen his workout video? I I don't like that's in the last couple of years. Mark Wahlberg apparently gets up at like four in the morning now to work out. No, his old one when oh. he was Marky Mark. Oh no, like when he's like super fit for no reason. What do you mean he was an underwear model and yeah, rapper? Exactly. <laughs> So stupid. Who named a band the Funky Bunch? I don't know. What's weird is that Donnie Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block. It's like it was obvious they both wanted to be famous. (laughs) And like try as they might now to act like they're too cool for it. This was clearly something they both wanted when they were 20. Right. So I don't know, man. Um, All right. Before we jump out here to a break, well, let me tell you guys about my friends at Tiger Rock. Uh, with four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. So anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today. Uh, stay tuned with us here. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Hey, everybody. I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's martial arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. 
Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conrad, to more Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You didn't want to say scrolling? And I was like, we don't scroll. I mean, we do scroll in ancient Egypt. That's We do scroll worldwide there. Um, <laughs> just describe, just like, yeah. Constantly having to make up glyphs for words he's never heard before. Right. Like internet. It probably is a glyph for that. If we're talking ancient aliens. He, uh, he, he does like a spider web with like words as the web string. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just came up with that. I'm pretty much an ancient hieroglyphics expert. Right. I also think it's funny that we would have never known what they like said if it wasn't for like some random rock we found that has translations on it. Yeah, it's weird to think that that they that there were so many places and languages that they needed translation stones. Yeah. Also, it's interesting that they named it Rosetta Stone, and now years later, like that's someone ripped that off for a uh, like teaching language company. Yeah, that's kind of smart. I mean, it's really it's clever. Clever? You're not gonna say smart? No. You're, you're above smart. You're like, no, it's not smart. It's I'll say clever. I'll say clever. I'll go clever on this one. Uh, before we get into anything, make sure to go to facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Check it out. We're doing cosplayers of the day. All sorts of stuff happening there. Uh, we're going to keep adding more content as we go. And, uh, Nico, go ahead and tell everybody about our friend Donald Williams at Sean Myers Insurance. Donald Williams at Sean Myers Insurance. They want you to know they're part. they're trying to be a part of your family by saving you. Tons of money on insurance, specializing in home and auto and bundling those to save you maximum. Uh, they shop over 15 national carriers, so they have tons of different varieties. They'll go with you line by line, make sure you're getting the insurance that's right for you. Maybe you're going to need something super specific, but you never know. But all the times, you don't really need it, so you can forego it. Whatever is the best way to build your insurance, they're there to help you out. Give them a call at 936-760-5963. 936-760-5963. Yeah. Donald Williams at Sean Myers Insurance. Yeah, long time friend of the show, Donald Williams, and so we want to help him out and make sure you never know, he could save you a ton of money. Right. He could be the dude. He could be your guy. He could be the dude. Um. All right, so the Deontay Wilder-Tyson uh, Fury fight was last night, mm-hmm. or Saturday night, I mean. Um... I think it was a third or fourth round stoppage. Uh, I was actually watching it live. Maybe it might have been fourth or fifth. Um, it was Deontay Waters' corner threw in the towel to end the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the weird thing. He'd gotten rocked so good earlier, early on in the fight that he was literally bleeding from the ear. Ooh. And they didn't stop the fight then. Uh, American boxing for you. Uh, this it's, is a weird position to take, but it's just something I feel. I don't know. 
we can't really talk about like athlete safety, player safety with any sort of real sincerity here in America. We just can't. No. We somehow are one of the most advanced countries in terms of medicine, in terms of just science in general, and somehow we have people dying in our sports. Well, in 2019, I think there were four different boxers who died last year. Right. Um, and In America. This is not foreign boxing. This is yeah, in America. Yeah, and, and most interesting, I don't know that they all died in America. I think for sure one of them did. Uh, most interesting was Skip Bayless of Fox Sports mm-hmm. was literally complaining that Deontay Wilder's team threw in the towel. It's a championship fight. If Deontay Wilder's team threw in the towel, there There's was something r- wrong. Right. There was something wrong. Um, and by now, I'm sure the medical reports have already come out or will over the next day or so. Yeah, he'd be like massively concussed or something. There's no telling. There's no telling. He did eventually wind up going to the hospital, so like... I mean, they tried it to treat him there bad. in the locker room, so there was something going on. But, um, I mean, you can't just sit there and, and... You're watching someone die. Yeah, like, you've got to really kind of... This is probably not the most entertaining position to take, but the reality is, is you've got to you've got to have a human interest in this. Like, two guys punching each other. Okay, great, entertainment. And, like, we all love MMA, and we all love the fighting. We all love the, the spirit of sport. But you've got to be honest about what's happening in these situations and you got to be honest about what's happening in these moments and in these fights and you can't sit back and say like uh, oh it's okay you know oh his corner quit the fight too early and this was for a championship i don't think anybody quit the fight too early i, th- I think he right i think they, he was if hurt anything, they probably kept it too long right he was having trouble staying on his feet he'd fallen down a couple times in the previous round uh, it was obvious he was having he was having balance issues at this point, right? Um, and your ear is real important for balance. Inner ear, and they're saying that at the very least, they were saying at the time that at the very least it was a busted eardrum, right? So is, I mean that's kind of important to balance. Yeah, I'm just kind of blown away by the idea that in 2020 we were. Like, if his corner wasn't protecting him, but thank God they were. Like, we, we still would have been in a position where this guy could have died doing a sport. Right. Like, what have we done? Like, how far have we come? To to not come at all. Like, to right. not get any further at all. Like, we've come this far to pretend like it it's not murder? Like, right. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it's a weird thing, and I feel like it's... Uh, I feel like it's someone we have to have that conversation as a society where we go... Maybe hey. we stop punching people in the face. Maybe. And I mean, combat sports will pretty much never go away, but also... You don't think so? You don't think there's ever a time in American, like... No. In society where we don't have combat sports? No, never. Not at all. I think even as technology advances, we'll have combat sports. It'll, it's just one of those weird primal things, I think, in people. Where it's like, you kind of want to watch someone fight each other. Yeah. It's uh, it's just one of those things that I it's just I think it's so ingrained in human in humans that like I just don't think it's going anywhere despite how like advanced quote unquote our society becomes. It's kind of a downer. A little bit, but I mean, some people take great pride in it, so I don't know. I suppose I I definitely I hope you're wrong. <laughs> like I don't know another <laughs> way to say it. I, I genuinely hope you're wrong. I don't know what else to say. Like I'm sort of let down that uh that you and you may be totally correct you might be 
100% accurate on that. I mean, I hope you're not. But I might be. But you might be. And that's uh, it's a little disappointing. Um, I mean, I, don't, I feel like football is never going anywhere. Right. So maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're not wrong. Maybe we just never. Maybe it just never changes. Maybe. And they just always do the same thing over and over and over again. It's a cycle. People aren't that complicated, except when they're real complicated. Well, like no matter how we say it, we just ultimately have to kind of admit that that people want to see violence. I guess. Yeah. And no matter what, people are going to watch violence, and they're going to watch these things happen. Sad as they are. I. Target in a major title fight. The corner had to protect their athlete and throw in the towel. And people are mad that they did that. People who work for major sports networks are upset. I think that's I think that's disgusting because it's literally the job of your corner to keep you alive is their number one priority. Like winning the fight should always be a secondary thing. Like if you can go into the ring and come out of the ring. You know, even if it's a little bit worse for wear, say you tore something or you hurt something really bad. But, like, as long as you are okay, that's their job. Right. That should be their job, I right. should say. Well, I've heard boxing managers say before, like, in non-title fights, mm-hmm. that the second they see something that makes them even a little uncomfortable, they immediately throw in the towel. Like, because they're not going to waste their good fights. Yeah, they're not going to waste... They're not going to waste you know, the potential good fights versus some throwaway match. Right. They're not going to let you hurt yourself really do bad. Undo harm. Right. In, in a meaningless, in a non-title fight. Um, I think it was Teddy Atlas who said that. Like, if I see my, my guy's knees buckle at all, if I see him look uncomfortable, even that's, for more than over. a second or two, I'm throwing in the towel because I, I don't want that. And I get it. Like, I get it completely. It makes perfect sense to me, the idea that you don't want to see these people just struggle, mm-hmm. but then some people just don't care at all. Right. Some people just want to see the world burn. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> feels that way, at least a little bit. Right. Um, And it's and it's disappointing, for sure. It's just genuine. It's kind of genuinely surprising because it's like, oh, you know, I'm a real sports fanatic. I'm, I, like, I like the idea of sports. And then you're just watching someone you die, die. Yeah. in the ring. And why, it's like, why did his corner throw in the towel? Well, right. So he didn't die. die. He had to go to the hospital afterwards. His eardrum exploded out of his head. And apparently you got to ask a question like you don't know. Right. You're not sure if he should have thrown in the towel or not. I don't You're mad that he did do it. Right. Like, it's just kind of gross. Like it, it is gross. It is gross. And and I'm not a Skip Bayless hater. I don't I don't really care for that brand of sport, mm-hmm. where like his whole thing is saying the craziest, dumbest thing out loud, and then just sticking to it no matter what. He sits around trying to act like LeBron James isn't one of the isn't in the running for greatest basketball player of all time. Like he tries to act like it's not even close, and and like he just has these weird like, positions. Is, like who's better than him right now? Oh, oh, Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. He tries to act like there's like a whole list of people that that he would rather watch play. Right. No, there's not. No. No, there's not. Um, I just... I feel like this is the step too far. You think so? Yeah. That makes sense. Like, this This is where we're like, all right, guys, I think we've gone a little, 
<laughs> if you stepped a little too far out of line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because a guy was had blood coming out of his head. Right. Not like, even like his ears were bleeding. That's really bad. And like blood, like not like a a dot, like bleeding, like down his neck. Tyson Fury licked it at one point. Oh god, because he's a crazy person. Uh, and the Tyson Fury story is great. Like I think it's great. Um, you know, he'd kind of been depressed and given up on himself and got up to 400 pounds and in the last two years put himself back together and got himself back in shape and is like changing his life again and that's amazing but it's all overshadowed by people like Skip Bayless who want to see Deontay Wilder die of a head injury like what are, you, what are they talking about um all right, there's no good transitions to that. No, so it's just really <laughs> it's just really upsetting and it's really annoying. Uh, but from there, we're gonna jump out. And Nico, before we do, tell everybody about our friends, the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, games and, more. and More. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games and More got all kinds of different events coming up for you. Tuesday, 25th of February, uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. is Star Wars X-wing. If you're new to the game, if you're uh, already established in the X-wing community, uh, come on down. It's a great time to play. They got some tables for you. Uh, f- uh, Saturday, February 22nd. Oh, no, that already passed. Oh, no. Ooh. Uh, got a uh, Sunday, March 1st. We're already talking about March. Oh, this month's already over. It's so scary. Uh, D&D Adventures League from 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, $5 to play or just spend $5 in the store and you get to play for free. Uh, so, yeah, they got all kinds of different stuff happening. What going on right there at the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More? more. We're there a lot. I play my Dungeons and Dragons on Tuesday. Uh, we also uh, usually there at the gang on Friday. Yeah, we haven't been in a couple of weeks. We well, I've been there. <laughs> I, I haven't been. I haven't been. Wow, wow. Very important. I'm 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 all over the place. I'm all wow. over the place. Uh, but also, you know, I get my comic books there. There where we do our nerd stuff. Right next to our other friends, uh, Citizens Grove. We're gonna talk about a little bit later, and just down the road from our friends Tiger Rock. So oh, yeah, they're all together. They're all together, and you should be, too, hanging out with us. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, everybody. I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizens Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out 
the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to some more Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out here on this wonderful, wonderful Monday as we bring the show to a close. We're in the, as the captain used to call it, the go-home segment. Going home. Yeah. Yep. Go home, Forrest. Go home. Took me a long time to finally watch Forrest Gump. It was a great movie. It really it's amazing is. Movie. Uh, Before we get into anything here, let me tell you guys about our friends, Citizen's Grill. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or our double bone-in pork chop, it's all good at the Woodland Area's newest restaurant and lounge with two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and our huge family-friendly patio. Citizen's Grill is sure to please. Find us on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater in Del Webb. Open open weekdays, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And weekends, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Place is delicious. Yeah, food there is really great. Food's amazing. The sides are great. Big portions. Um, Service is great. We've been been going there, and we've been organizing the Overwatch watch parties there. Haven't been doing too hot. The Houston Outlaws, poor guys. Yeah, Houston Outlaws have lost now all four matches. All four, you're right. They lost both matches again. This weekend. So that's, you know, that's not going well. Great time. Good job, guys. It's not going well. But uh, Citizens Grill is a fun place. You guys need to be checking it out. Massive patio. They also have a little Citizens Lounge. It's like a 21 and up little sidebar thing. It's, it's really great. Um, yeah, make sure to go out there and support them. They're great. The wonderful pricing is good on everything. Yeah. I think sitting there and getting the full meal, it's, you know, we're spending, including tip, I'm like right at like 22 bucks, 21 bucks. Yeah. So it's really good. Um, make sure to go by and enjoy that. One thing I uh, definitely can't get a question for you. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a little fight with the Tenderoni. I've been having an argument. Okay. Okay. Um, if someone sets their phone to night mode, okay? Night mode, so like the dark settings? So, no. Really? I, I don't, I, I really night mode. So, like, they're going to bed. Do not disturb. That. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know how Dad used to do it all the time? Push the moon button on his phone, and then mm-hmm. you couldn't you couldn't get through to him? Unless you called him, like, four times? Right. Exactly. That's blocking, right? Uh, no. I mean, not really. It's do not disturb. So, like, the phone is, like... You're not intentionally ignoring no, you're not, not. You're not picking a person and going, that person can't get through. Right. But you're intentionally not taking any calls. Yeah. That's blocking, right? I mean, no, but... Because blocking is one specific person. Like, blocking someone's number is like, I don't want this person to contact me. Not like, hey, I'm not taking any more calls. Just whatever. Send them by. That's not the same thing. No, you're wrong. All right. You're definitely wrong. No, it's not the same thing. I don't mean, like, 
not it's not a single out. It's not that type of blocking. But it is saying like Don't talk to me. Yeah. No one talk to me the rest of the night. Right? That's the same thing. Yeah, I guess. If you want to say that, then sure. Yeah, it's it's the, that is what I'm saying. That's oh. what I'm saying. Uh yeah. So like that's clearly that's block where you're just like, all right, turned it off tonight. We're all done here, boys. Pack it in. Pack it up, boys. Pack it up, boys. So essentially, uh, if you do that on a Saturday night, you're an old person. Yeah, I guess. But like, what if you have work on Sunday and you're working against the Lord? <laughs> yeah, you're an old person. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, you're an old person. You're not going out on the Saturday night. Yeah, like who's blocking? Like who's blocking calls on Saturday night? I don't know. Maybe they had a rough day. I don't know. Old people, right? <laughs> yeah, old people. <laughs> like even as you're saying it, you know it's old people, right? Because no. a young person just takes that call on a Saturday night, and they they could make the subjective decision of whether or not they're going out. Right. They but could also they could also ignore it. Right. Which is you, by the way. Yeah, you don't take calls. I don't take calls at all, all day long. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. You no, don't. Yeah. You don't actually put "do not disturb." You just aren't disturbed. No, <laughs> you just power through. I'm like, ah, oh, dang, they're calling me. Like, all right, that's that was that. I hate you. Like, you're worse. <laughs> you're the worst person to get a hold of of everyone else. Like, I've missed. I've played phone tag with people sometimes, like for a day and a half. Uh-huh. You're more annoying than that. Yeah, because you don't ever. There's no reciprocal tag. No, there's no. There's no. Oh, I was trying to call you. It was uh, no. I just ignored you, and then I'll call Which you. Which also means then I have to take any of your calls or texts that you send because you're never going to send another one. Mm-hmm. So like, if you are returning one of mine, I have to answer no matter what's going on when you call me back finally, because you're you're not going to call me back again. Right. Like if I miss it, it was a one time deal. That's I'm it. no it's longer over. done. You're the, like you're <laughs> people think I'm a jerk. <laughs> You're a bigger jerk. Yeah, when it comes to that, like no, in person. Yeah, when it comes to being a good person, you're right. You're a bigger <laughs> jerk than me. That's what that means. Because everyone's all like, oh, he's the sweet one. He's the nice one. No, you're not. <laughs> Just ignore everyone you're on the, the phone. You're the bigger douchebag. Because <laughs> the people who like you and are trying to get a hold of you, you don't want to talk to ever. <laughs> and now that I know that your friends also say the same thing, that does make you a bad person. Now. Like now I know it just means you are a bad person. Before I just thought you were just dodging my calls when I was trying to yell at you. And I was like, darn, he already knows I'm mad at him. How does he know? No. Now I just know you just don't take my calls. Like, just, just at all. I just don't talk to anybody. You're an a-hole. Thanks. I try real hard. Just, I need you to write that down in your little diary today. The lesson I need you to take away from your day today is that you're an a-hole. Eh, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll recover. Yeah, you will. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> just wait to ignore some more phone calls and feel better about yourself. It's your power move, and I hate it. It's the, it's the most annoying power move. I'm going to ignore his calls. I'm just not going to take yeah, any of them. Wait, what can I do about it? Nothing. Um, oh, do you want to talk to me? That's too bad. Oh my god, I, I can't stand it sometimes. And you all, <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on. Let's turn to do a therapy session. Um, also, speaking of just things that annoy me, um, I always know I'm onto a good idea on mm-hmm. the internet because people tell me it's a bad idea. Okay, yeah, that's usually how it works. That's, I mean, on the internet, like, the first time someone goes, uh, actually, um, um, actually, then I immediately know, like, okay, this is a good idea, actually. Okay, cool. All right, cool, sick. So, I did this about about a month ago. Now, I mean, I'm trying to get my little comic book stuff off the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm in over, 
By the way, go to CoreyDLG.Squarespace.com. Check out your pre-order issue. It's actually the issue one now of a miniseries. Oh, yes. Uh, And then you can also buy a digital copy of issue of the first issue ever. Um, But so I'm in about 40 comic book creator groups and like comic book related groups Mm -hmm. as part of this venture. Right. So I went to all of them. All of them. And I I posted a a post in every single one of them where I said, hey, um, it'd be cool if everybody in this group would give me the names of the comic shops around them. I'm trying to build a list. And a bunch of people were like, that's a really good idea. So I built a list. After I went through and eliminated repeats, and there's probably still some repeats on it. It's not a it's not perfect. It's not a perfect like list. Data scope, scoped it yet. You, you're About not seventy stores though. You're not in an Excel spreadsheet with like your. They are, but they're not. In, I haven't like alphabetized. Yeah, them. I haven't gone through yet and done all that. I just got them all in there, and then I went through and did phone numbers and addresses for all of them, for over three hundred and seventy comic book stores across the country and a couple in Canada. Um, a couple of them Canadians, eh? Took me about two weeks to literally go through, and just. You just Googling store after store after store after store after store. And it's just kind of a pain in the butt. You know? Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot, it's of, a lot of them. It's a lot of them. So here's the thing: there's not there's not like, there's nothing like this anywhere on the internet. There's not. Yeah, a database that's this just thorough. a list of. No one has released just a straight list of all the shops. No one has. It'd be great if someone would, but no one has. Um. So then, literally, I finished it the other day. I was all proud of myself, and then someone posted. That, hey, uh, I've just finished up my my next issue. It's in Diamond, which is the order catalog. Anyone, if anyone will put the name of their local comic shop, I'm gonna reach out to them and get them to buy my to to order some more copies of my book. Like he just wants to reach out to people, mm-hmm. which is exactly the same thing that I'm trying to build this list for. Right. So I comment. I said I literally just finished building this list today. It's got 370 plus stores on it. Um. I don't want to give it away, but because you are asking like for the same thing, I'll, I'll sell it to you for like 10 bucks. I feel like that's reasonable. I don't think I'm a crazy person. Yeah. Immediately about three or four other people were like, this is brilliant. This is cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like my comment is getting a bunch of likes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool. So I post underneath. It, I said, Hey, I'm at my, I'm at my side gig right now. I'm going to be back home in front of my computer at like nine 30. Uh, anybody who wants one, just message me. Let me know. Yeah. So literally that night, like three people messaged me about it. So I sold like three of them that night. Sweet. Cool. So then I started going through all 40 groups again. And I'll just let them know what I did. If you want it, let me know. I'll get one to you. If you don't want it, that's fine. Yeah, no problem. What do you think the internet did? How could you do this? So Why the, have you done this? The first thing someone posted was, um... You could just Google this. It's like, yeah, it's called taking the effort out of it. I was like, and I just put, okay. Like, I'm not going to argue with anybody about this. This is Right, yeah. I already know it doesn't exist. I already know how much of a pain in the butt it was to make. I already know how much of a pain in the butt it was for me to make. For you. So, like, I, you think you can do better on your own? Go for it. Do it. I'm not even wasting my time with it today. Not even interested. You're not interested in this arguing with people. This is how far past it I am on it. This took too much of my effort to even bother defending. Right. You're like, whatever, dude. So I literally just put okay. <laughs> then someone else was like, hate to burst your bubble, but Comic Shop Locator's already a thing. Now, Comic Shop Locator is a website. It's run by Diamond, the company who ships the comic books. However, 
It's for you to find a comic shop near you. What you do is you type in your zip code, mm-hmm. and it'll show you the shops around you. But if you're going anywhere farther than that, what, are you just going to have a Rolodex of all your zip codes you're going to go down? Exactly. So I posted. I said, well, if, that, if you think it's a better way to do it, you're free to do it. I said, my list isn't even all the shops. There's other shops that probably aren't on my list. This is just the list that I built. Take it or leave it. Right. So then someone else was like, I was in the group uh, Comic Creators Connect. So it's like supposed to be like a support. Like we're all supposed to be helping each other. But mm-hmm. no one helps you. No one helps anybody. Not like anybody's buying anything or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we don't right. support each other. We don't. Uh, and so it's another pet peeve. But so somebody was like, uh, I think it's really weird this information is public and then you built this list and in a group that's supposed to support each other, you're asking for money for it. That's the whole point of support, my dude. I said, all right, well then don't. Here's here's the service I am providing you. Right. Then don't buy it. Right. Make do without. Later. Do you want to spend all the time building a list? Go for it. Build your own. Build your own. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Build your own. Zero interest. <laughs> Zero. No one wants to build their own, but I'm the bad guy because I'm selling it for $10. Then someone else told me $10 is kind of a lot of money for this. Maybe I should charge less and I, I could sell more that way. It's like, nah, I'm good. You can't afford $10. How exactly are you going to make a comic book? Right. $10 to get over 300 stores. Did you potentially sell to? I think you're going to make your money back on that, ideally. Right. Um, that's the plan, anyway. That's the plan, at least. Uh, yeah, so the internet, man. like it's, it's just the worst place for this type of stuff. It's the worst and best thing that's ever happened to people. I totally agree. Uh, all right, on that note, we're going to jump out here. Everybody have a great day. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of Tiger Rock Martial Arts, on behalf of Citizens Grill, Adventure Begins, and Donnie Utah, old Donald Williams right there at Sean Myers Insurance. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizens Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oliver wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.